Hey everybody, welcome in to the podcast. I promised I would bring it back this year. I was hoping that I was originally going to bring this back in January, and uh, and I did. I did an episode with Dominic, primetime treasure hunter. You guys probably know Dominic. Most of you that know who I am know who Dominic is, uh, reseller and brain doctor extraordinaire. Um, I, I did an episode with Dominic and, you know, I always kind of thought of podcasting as something that you did, uh, with other people, with, with, with co-hosts, with other guests and, and most of them do, but there are a lot of podcasts where people do them individually. Uh, I can think of one, it's called call her daddy. Um, it's, it's a random millennial type, uh, girl that does, uh, podcasting, but she does it sitting right at a desk in like a little tiny part of her New York City apartment. So I thought about that. And the reason I never did more podcasts is because I could never get people scheduled or get us together. And it was just a lot of time. And then I had to try to record both sides of the audio or use an actual podcasting software. And it was just a lot of work as opposed to just being able to sit down, record into my iPad with my microphone that I'm doing right now with you guys and just be able to put this content out and get it up every week for you guys or every day or whatever it is that I planned on doing. So I don't have a fixed schedule yet. I'm going to try to get these up as much as possible. But here's the thing. I can actually produce this content now and I don't have to rely on other people and wait for other people. And I can just sit down, record and really you know, connect with all of you. So that's hopefully the uh, goal of that. Now that I've rambled for a minute or two, let's get right to it. Look, today is um, Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, and the world is a complete clusterfuck. So I'm, those of you watching this know that I keep my YouTube channel and social media pretty G-rated, PG, you know, here and there. I don't ever, you know, curse or drop things and I'll probably be a little more open on this podcast. This also is not going to be reseller um, specific. It's going to be about business and world and life and, and things like that. But uh, it's definitely not going to be like my normal content or my YouTube content. But hopefully you guys appreciate that and get to see another side of me. So I'm going to talk about my personal life and life in general and the world and business and selling and relationships and, and whatever else I can come up and conjure up to talk to you guys about uh, while I'm you know recording these when I sit down and record. So where are we at? Where do we stand today? Well, obviously, the big news around the world is, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine. I think we're probably at the two-week mark of the invasion, right? Uh, what does that mean for us here in the United States? You know, business owners, even W-2 employees, gas prices as of Monday, the 7th, Tuesday, the 8th, yesterday, today, the 9th, all-time record highs, which the last time was 2008, um, you know, 14 years ago, almost. 14 years ago, we had record gas prices. And that was under, uh, you know, Barack Obama right after, uh, you know, or right before leading up to uh, his election. It was in the, the recession, the greatest, uh, you know, housing market crashed the country had ever seen. And, um, yeah, everything went through the roof from 2008 to 2009. We know that right when Obama was running for election, right when he won and right when he started his term at the beginning of 09, end of 08, beginning of 09. Election happens in November. He takes over in January. And things just went completely downhill in the months leading up to that election and then, uh, you know, afterwards. Obviously, uh, I was, what was I, in 2000, the election was in 2008, right? So I would have been 23 years old. Uh, I drove a car, so I remember the gas prices being astronomical. Um, I lived in Florida at the time. I moved to Florida when I was 20. Uh, right around the time I was 23 is when I was getting my business started. 
Uh, I registered my LLC in 2013, so it's been nine years it's been registered. Um, but I worked as a sole proprietor for a couple of years before that, right around probably like 09, 08, 09 is when I started working, um, 2010. So I, I really remember that entire uh, you know, bubble. And I remember what it did to my parents and they were able to sell their house and make some pretty good money off of it. So I remember that whole time and it feels almost like deja vu now, uh, in 2022 right now, God, 2022 guys move so fast. So gas prices is an all time high. This of course hurting people that have normal jobs that have to drive to work every day, uh, instead of spending 50 bucks a week in gas or 60 bucks a week in gas, you know, on a tank or two. Now they're spending 90 or a hundred or $120. It's, it's crazy. An average gas tank at 15 gallons, uh, is now costing you even regular is, is costing, you know, my cars take premium gas, but, uh, and that's not because I think I'm fancy or bougie. That's because my cars actually require premium gas or they will completely run like crap. They're, they're BMWs. Of course, my i8 is, is, you know, definitely requires that, but even the BMW, uh, X3s, X5s, the SUVs, they, they call for it. So, uh, but regular right now, I think we paid 499 for it. So regulars at like 450. Um, so you're talking about, you know, a 15 gallon tank could cost you 70 bucks at $4 that's 60, another 15, you know, you're talking about 65, $70 for a normal car to fill up. If you have to do two tanks, 120, $130 for a week of gas is not unheard of. Um, I, I don't know how people do it. You're, even if you're spending, you know, $125, uh, on a, on a week's worth of gas, you're talking about 500 or even 400, hundred a week, $400 a week in gas just to get to and from work. You know, let's say somebody's working a job where they're making, I don't know, minimum wage even at $15 is like 600 bucks a week. Let's say somebody's doing pretty well and making, you know, eight, 900, a thousand bucks a week at their job. They're spending, you know, almost half a paycheck just on the gas for the month. Um, you know, the other half of the, of the paycheck or paycheck is going to taxes and insurance and another half of a paycheck going to groceries to eat. You don't even, you can't even, you know, two of your paychecks are paying not even your rent or mortgage. I, I don't know how people do it. I don't know where I would be in life if I didn't work for myself and didn't have like some sort of set amount of money that's coming in every week. I, I don't know. Maybe you guys want to comment. So here's the thing. Um, oh, this podcast is going to be uploaded to Anchor where you actually can leave me voice messages and comments. So that's pretty cool if you have something you want to say about any of the topics we talk about. Uh, download this this podcast on Anchor, and you can leave me voice messages and questions, comments, concerns, all that sort of stuff. That's a pretty cool feature of Anchor. Totally free to upload too. So yeah, so that's where the world stands. You know, the whole Russia Ukraine thing is just driven stuff up. I made a video on my YouTube channel just a day ago, day and a half ago. That look, obviously the politics, the war, everything going on in the world right now is causing gas to go through the roof. Now here in America, it's coming up on spring break seasons and Easter's coming up. And around the time where people are on vacation and taking road trips and going to the beach and coming to Florida where I live, um, gas prices go up anyways because there's a supply and demand. Obviously, supply and demand you know, renders the price. Um, and so when people want to jump on the road and take road trips and go to Florida and go to the beach, and you know, they're obviously the demand is higher. They're using more gas. Um, and so I, uh, I expect that price, the war in Russia, obviously a huge tipping point, the war in Ukraine, I should say, uh, the Russia invasion of Ukraine is causing gas prices to go astronomical. Um, the thing about that is all of that combined is crushing ga uh, gas prices, but I'm seeing price gouging. And I made a video about this and, I, and you know, call me crazy, call me conspiracy theorist, call me whatever you want. 
I truly believe that there is some gouging going on. And so you see a gas price at, you know, $3 and 75 cents at 8am, you leave out to go to work. And then all of a sudden you drive past your house at lunch to pick up a sandwich or something and gas is three ninety five, and you come home from work and gas is four fifteen. So it's gone up, you know, whatever, 50, 60 cents through the course of the day. Now, let me tell you a little bit about how gas works. They do get multiple deliveries through the day. They can absolutely get calls to, you know, prices have changed, but the gas that is underneath the ground, you know, where those, those trucks are pumping it in especially at the start of the day, because generally the trucks come during the day. You don't see a lot of deliveries happening, at least not around here in Florida overnight, you know, 3 a.m. There's not a whole lot of oil trucks dumping oil into the tank. So what is in that tank in the morning and whatever that price is, is generally already been delivered and set. So like the $3.75 price when you head out at 8 a.m., that price is there. Now, if they get a delivery at lunchtime that ended up costing more, you can absolutely see that price go up. I don't have a problem with that. I see that. They've got a new order. They've got to pay for it. It's more expensive than last night's order, whatever it might be. But to literally sit and watch the price go up three, four, five times a day is outrageous. Like there is no ex excuse for that. And in fact, there's already people being reported here in Florida, gas station owners and other things, um, convenience stores for gouging the price of gas. Now, price gouging. Some people think it's like, oh, I bought a PlayStation 5 for $500 and now they're selling it on eBay for $800. That's not price gouging. First of all, price gouging isn't um, isn't relevant for items that are not a need. So a, a PlayStation or a Nintendo is, is not a need. It's a want. Uh, now, you start doing that with milk and bread and gas because gas is needed for some people to heat their homes or to run their cars, to get out, to evacuate a hurricane. Fuel is absolutely a need. Like gas is a need. Can you live life without it? Sure. But you could live life without ever eating bread or, or milk again in your life, but it is still a necessity. Some sort of food and water and fuel source is a necessity. So you can price gouge fuel. Now, if a reasonable amount of fuel, you know, I've always wondered, like, how is one gas station on a normal sort of circumstances, $3 a gallon, the one before it is $2.50 a gallon or $2.90 a gallon, and the one after it's $3.10 a gallon. Why is that gas station 20 cents cheaper and that was 20 cents more? That seems like, well, one's just being greedy. There can always be fluctuations and variances and, you know, variables of what people are just want to make a few extra pennies. It's not really price gouging because the, the state's attorney can't go to them and go, hey, they're charging $3 a gallon and you're charging $3.05, you're price gouging. Well, it's five cents, right? But when we see that what the gas prices they're paying and the fuel they're paying is not exponentially adjusted to the prices they're putting out on those pumps, um, then we could probably start proving that some of them are just seeing like, okay, uh, the gas is costing me an extra 30 cents. I'm going to go ahead and bump the price up uh, 50 cents. I guarantee it's happening. And I don't know that it's illegal or if it can be proven or if anything can be done. So really the ultimate answer is we don't, there's nothing we can do, right? Like you just have to pay it and go about it and find a way to make more money. Starbucks went from $3 a cup to $5 a cup. And, you know, uh, milk went from $3 a gallon to $4 a gallon. You can't control these things. And this is kind of like the, the lesson that I've been teaching more on my Facebook groups and that I want to bring to this podcast and my channels. Um, my slogan, my motto for my entire life and my entire business is move on. And the reason that I say things like move on is because there are a lot of things that are out of your control and that you can't do anything about. And some people might disagree and say, well, we need to boycott the oil companies or we, we need to storm their buildings or we need to vote in the people that are 
going to change the laws to help us out. And, and yeah, all of that's true. You can absolutely, you know, boycott. You can spend less money. You can um, buy an electric car, which speaking of guys, buying an electric car is not going to fix your problem. Um, let's say that you have a gas guzzling car, a gas car, and your car payment's $400 a month, and you're spending $400 on gas. So your car is costing you $800. Forget about insurance because that's a wash. You're spending $800 a month on this car. You go get an electric car, and you're like, okay, I'm going to get an electric car. Okay. Uh, your electric charging now, instead of spending 400 on gas, maybe your your electric bill goes up an extra buck or two a day. So you, you spend 50 bucks on the electricity to charge the car, right? Um, what's your car payment? Well, let's say the electric car costs a little more. Instead of 400 a month, it's 500 a month. Well, now you're at 550. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. You're saving money. But if you're somebody who has a paid off car, and you're like, I'm going to go buy an electric car. Your car payment, you know, most of these electric cars are forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. There are Teslas, especially used ones that you can get for the 30s. Um, but you're not going to go buy a Porsche 918 Spider that's electric or a BMW i8 or, uh, you know, a lot of these electric cars that run in the 50s, 60s, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, Tesla is an option. You could definitely get a $30,000, $40,000 Tesla and then save yourself a few hundred dollars a month on gas and correlate that into a car payment. Now, I have the Tesla truck on order, actually, which they keep delaying. I should get that thing like next year, I hope. Anyways, the um, the thing about electric cars is you have to plan for that because if you get a Tesla, you can get, you know, 250, 300 miles. If your work is, you know, 20 miles away, 15 miles away, not so bad, right? But if you drive 40, 50, 60 miles one way and then you're driving back, you have to keep an eye on that car. You know, it should be good to drive to work and come home or stop at the gas station and then plug it in when you get home. But it's going to depend. Are you charging that car every day? Are you charging that car, you know, nightly? Are you, can you leave it off the charge for five days and it doesn't matter? Kind of something you have to monitor and then watch your electric bill and pay attention to the days that you charge it. Sadly, I do that with my golf cart. My golf cart goes like 40, 50 miles on a full charge. And so I'll drive it for a few days and it'll drop, you know, 20% and then I'll plug it in. It, it doesn't get charged every night. I, I might charge it on a Sunday night, wake up Monday, it's 100% and we run with it all week until we, you know, Friday night, I know we're going to be using it at my lagoon or wherever. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, Friday, wake up Friday morning and go, okay, the golf cart's at like 60%, let's go and plug it in. And uh, so that's, you know, something that we do like that as well. So just something to keep in mind if you do go that route. Anyways. Um, it's really affecting people. These gas prices are really, really hurting people's pockets. Obviously, inflation, the cost of groceries has gone up. The cost of everything has gone up. And then all I can think about is the people that really cried about $15 an hour. Like, what's what good is that doing you? You were making $12 an hour. Now you're making 3 bucks more an hour. An extra $120. you are making an extra $480 a month. And maybe, maybe after taxes, you're bringing home an extra $400. I really don't see the joy in now that you've made all this extra money uh, or a little bit of extra money, should I say, everything else costs more money. It didn't work out for you. It didn't do what you wanted to do. And at the end of the day, um, there's nothing's free. Everything costs money. Somebody's got to pay for that $15 an hour. Somebody's got to pay for this war. Somebody's got to pay for the aid we're providing Ukraine. Somebody's got to pay for these stimulus checks that went out over and over and over again. Somebody's got to pay for this free this and free that. Nothing is free. Nothing in life is free. If somebody tells you it's free, run away. Like literally run away. There's always strings attached. Um, you know, I do free webinars. I do free 
training classes. I do all this sort of stuff and it is free. You do get it for free, but the string attached with the things that I do for free is there's always something that's an upgrade. Like, Hey, I'm going to give you all this stuff for free. It's fantastic. Um, if you would like more stuff, more products or services, then yeah, we're going to charge for that. You don't have to, it's completely optional, but there's always, you know, uh, there, here's your free three day cruise to the Bahamas run away. It's not free. Nobody is in the business, especially when they're marketing and advertising and cold calling you to give you a free thousand dollar cruise. It just, it's just not reality guys. So nothing's free. So all this stimulus, this, all this stuff, it's all got to be paid back somehow. And sadly, it's coming from us and, you know, the taxes and IRS. Speaking of, guys, taxes, you got a month left, a month and a week left uh, to get taxes in. I think 17th is the cutoff. Generally, it's April 15th, which is Friday. But they're like, oh, because it's Friday. We're giving you till Monday, uh, the, the 18th. I don't know. Let me check my calendar on that right now, actually, um, because I think that's what they said. I could be wrong. Somebody might want to help me out with that. Let me just go over uh, to my app here. Um, yeah, so March... Uh, or I'm sorry, April the 15th is a Friday and they're giving us until the 18th. Now, I don't know why, why, why is that? And I understand when it falls on a Saturday or Sunday, okay, you're not going to file on Saturday or Sunday. We'll give you till Monday, but there's no reason why people can't, um, get that, um, that tax amount done, um, you know, before, the 15th on Friday, the 15th. Anyways. Oh, cause it's good Friday Passover before Easter. Easter is Sunday. It's a holiday weekend. And that's why they're giving you till Monday. So look, so I answered my own question. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> whoops. So, uh, yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like that's the reason why. Okay. So long story short, taxes due on the 15th. Uh, the IRS is like 8 million returns behind. And after this tax season, they're going to be 15 or 16 million returns in the whole of individuals and businesses, which is another crazy thing to think about. The IRS is so far behind on taxes. Like, don't be late, guys, because obviously there's fines and penalties associated with that and you'll have to pay them. But the whole IRS and the, the audit thing and the taxes, people are just, I don't know. Like they, they were supposedly going to be hiring like some 30, some odd thousand other additional IRS employees, but I, I don't think that ever came to fruition. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, I think they hired some, but not a lot. Biden was talking about hiring like a ridiculous amount. We're going to come after the, the small businesses and the tax money and everything that we're getting cheated out of. Why, why should we pay your fair share? I don't, uh, you know, obviously don't, um, condone cheating the IRS. Don't, I don't condone going to jail. I don't do it myself and I don't want to go to jail or have problems. I always pay my fair share. I never get a tax refund. I always have to pay because I'm a small business. It's just the way it is. I don't get a paycheck where they withhold taxes. Now I do pay some estimated quarterly taxes, but obviously I'm still going to have a bill um, simply based on you know not getting taxes withheld from me and because of the amount of money that I make. So it's like, I don't know, why, why should we be paying all this extra money when you guys are just going to waste it on what? On, on, on like court rulings over people sharing bathrooms or this and that? I don't understand. I, I, I really don't understand how the people that get our tax money, the U.S. government, is audited by other government agencies that are just going to stand up for them and get paid off anyways. It's why people got away with charging $1,000 for a, a box of staplers to the us government and they got away with it for years and people still get away with it for years and years and years and the government never had any idea what was going on the government just frivolously wastes our money they spend it on bullshit basically 
And yeah, so that's kind of my feelings on that. Man, this first podcast went entirely into a political realm that I never intended this to go. But that's what's going on in the world right now, guys. We got ridiculous gas prices, ridiculous inflation and grocery prices. People are struggling. The country's in a shithole. The government is just not doing anything. And look, I don't care if you voted for Trump or Biden or Bernie or Hillary or who you voted for. They've all done a shit job. Now, let's go back. Let me just say Obama, you know, during the 0809 year, obviously that was coming out of uh, Bush's last year. Bush was what, 2000 to 04, 04 to 08. Um, just the economic collapse and, and Bi- or, uh, Biden, excuse me, Obama had to over, you know, take that over, but he didn't help. He didn't help us get out of that any better than, than um, how it started. And then of course he had from, t- you know, 2012 to 2016 to try to improve on that. And things were better, but not great. Right. So, um, by the time 2016 rolled around and Trump got into office, things were improving. They had improved significantly since 08 to 12. Obviously, they couldn't go anywhere but up. Um, but it really took Trump. Look, I'm not a Trump fanboy or dancing in the streets for the guy. He's got a lot of flaws. He can't stop running his mouth. But the guy did a lot of good things that really helped the economy. And then it's no coincidence, literally the minute he's out of office, everything goes to shit. The world goes to crap. The economy goes to crap. None of this is really a coincidence. And I'm not getting on anybody. Look, I see every day tweets and Facebook posts from people that say, I regret voting for Biden. This isn't what I signed up for. You know, buyer's remorse, buyer's remorse. It happens. I'm not going to go and drag you through the streets and call you an idiot for voting for Biden. But man, it you know, a lot of people said, we told you so. We tried to tell you. This is a history. Look, it's a history lesson in the pattern of behavior of the Democratic Party, generally speaking. Now, Bill Clinton was out on his own accord. I don't even know how he became president or how he was a Democrat for that matter. But out in the you know the realm of, of the history of the last 20 to 30 years, years the last three four democratic presidents you know the the bushes are republican so you know we've had biden and obama and then before them was bush i mean i'm sorry sorry, bush uh uh clinton um they have a pattern of behavior if you go before clinton and you go back into the days uh, you know even prior to bush one uh who was obviously you know the no more taxes he still did but um it's just a pattern of behavior of destroying the economy of, of raising inflation of all this stuff happening. And, and it, we, we try to tell you so like, it's nothing. I don't, I don't get politics onto a personal level with other people or with the politician that I'm making the complaint about. It's not nothing personal to Joe Biden. Like if he's a bad person in real life, I would have no way to know. I've never hung out with a guy. I haven't gone to dinner with him. I haven't seen a movie with him or played softball with him. I'm just telling you what they do in politics and what they do with our money in Washington is a complete disaster. When you look all the way around at the Democratic leadership, they're destroying what's left of this fragile economy. And now there's a bunch of wars. They're weak. And, and the rest of the world knows that. And, and that doesn't help us any. So uh, I don't care who you voted for. All I care about is whoever wins, whoever gets in that seat doesn't make us pay a hundred dollars to fill our gas tanks, makes it easy for us to run our businesses. So with that said, my motto of move on and keep going is is so much more relevant now than it was, you know, even a couple years ago because there is nothing you're going to do about that. You can't change who the president is or what he does you, or she uh, at some point. You can't uh, you know, stop gas prices. You can't you can't change any of this. The only thing you can do is make sure you have enough money in your bank account 
that none of this matters. So when I go to the gas pump, I notice the gas prices. I notice it costs me an extra 10 or $15 to fill up. I see it. Of course I know about it. It's all over the news, but it doesn't affect me. It's just like, oh, okay. And I keep filling up, but I don't say that to brag or to say like, oh, I've got money or I've got enough in the bank. You know, I'm not filthy rich by any stretch of the imagination, but I am comfortable and I have money saved and I have a business that's producing and cash flowing. And I don't worry about all those things. I don't worry about whether we spend 200 at the grocery store or 250 or 250 or 300. I don't worry about if dinner was $80 or $60 or $160. You know, I'm not going to go out and buy Lamborghinis tomorrow. You know, I have a very nice cars, but at the same time, it just doesn't affect me. None of this stuff is life-changing as it is to most Americans or to most people who are living paycheck to paycheck or struggling or can't figure it out. And so that's why I, I preached to you guys so much. Even if you're not going to be a full-time reseller or a full-time business owner on the side, if you have a full-time job, you need to find a new way to produce income in your free time somehow, some way. It takes multiple streams of income to be rich, to be wealthy, or to even be comfortable. Look, I'm comfortable. I have 10 streams of income. It takes 10 different places paying me every month. Some of them pay me $100 or $200. Some of them pay me $1,000 or $2,000. And some of them pay me five dollars or $10,000. So it takes multiple streams. And if you're somebody who's going to work every day making six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 a month, and you just find a way to just make an extra 1000 bucks or an extra 1500 bucks, that could be your electric bill, your car payment, your car insurance, your cell phones, all those bills paid with that extra $1,500. And now you're you know, a little bit more comfortable. Or maybe you put 1500 in an investment account every month. And by the end of the year, you have 18 grand and it's compounded. And now you've got 23 or 24. And over the next 10 years, you have a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you invested and you profited on. So something to think about, guys. Like really, don't, don't try to get off. You know, going on less trips. You know, not driving to the beach because gas is expensive. Not getting Starbucks because six dollar Starbucks. You're just sacrificing your life to work more to 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 survive. Why not work harder and have the money to do all that stuff so you don't have to sacrifice? If I'm gonna bust my butt and work and and I don't want to have to give anything up. Why am I busting my butt and working hard if it's only going to result in me having to still sacrifice my life? It's one or the other, guys. Either you're just going to say, look, I'm not going to try any harder. I'm not going to make a business. I'm not going to do anything what I'm doing. And fine, I'll sacrifice all the other stuff in order to have this you know, relaxed, lazy style life. Or, yeah, I don't want to give up my cars. I don't want to give up my Starbucks or my houses or this or that. I want to work hard and keep it all. So you're one of two types of people. Which one is it going to be, right? It's 2022. It's time to stop making excuses and move on. Move on, guys. Just move on. Get past the gas. Get past the Starbucks. Get past the insurance. Get past the expenses. Move on. Whew, that was a long-winded one. <laughs> so that's my rant for today. This is probably how I'll just wrap up this podcast. I want to make them 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, I'm going to try to get guests on here. I'm going to try to get people who want to talk about topics and who can just kick back, relax, have a drink, and um, you know, not worry about whether we accidentally drop uh, uh, Biden's being a dumbass quote or the, the this country's in the shithole quote. Like We're not going to worry about it, right? Uh, we're just going to talk. We're going to chat. And I'll bring people on who have different differentiating, differentiating, is that the word? Differentiating opinions uh, politically, businessly, uh, financially, economically, personally, all kinds of different uh, opinions. I'll have drive time with Dave on. I'm sure he'll love to do a, um, a uh, audio podcast call where he doesn't have to appear on video. He hates video. Uh, I'll get my mom on here if I have to. I'll get whoever you guys want. If you have suggestions, of course, leave them in the voicemail messages, whatever. 
And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me back at the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. I'll get it uploaded for you ASAP. I'll get a schedule set. Maybe we'll do like two a week, maybe like Fridays and Wednesdays. I don't know. And um, give you guys something to enjoy, something to listen to, something to relax to, and uh, something to just, uh, you know, kind of unwind and, and express your opinions back to me. I can talk to you guys about it. If you leave me messages and, and voicemails or whatever it is, uh, I will play some of them if you want me to, or I will just quote them and, uh, and I'll talk about them here live on the podcast and I'll answer questions and, and all that good stuff. It's exciting to be, you know, sitting here recording. I love making videos on YouTube, but sometimes I don't want to be in front of the camera. I just want to talk. I just rather do the audio. So this was kind of fun. It's easy. I can literally record this from my bed if I want. I'm in my office right now because it has better soundproofing and better uh, soundproof squares on the walls and my microphone, but I literally could take my portable microphone and my iPad and just plug it in, clip it to my shirt and sit in bed and talk and just record a 30 minute or an hour long podcast. So it's pretty cool to have that uh, ability to be able to do that. So, all right. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're subscribed and downloaded to this podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You should be listening to it, you know, on Anchor, which is the best podcasting platform in my opinion. You can also listen to it on Apple podcast, iTunes, whatever it is, uh, the Android play store, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Spotify. It's everywhere. You can find this podcast everywhere. Rockstar Entrepreneur. Hopefully uh, we can get into some more business topics, but I just wanted to have this as a nice intro first uh, podcast back. So for this March the 9th, Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, enjoy your evening, everybody. And uh, we'll talk real soon. Bye now.